When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to John Moore and Jake Radio. It's May 27th, episode number 218. Tom Brady's getting a nine-part ESPN series. Something about farting. Hockey's got a 2014 plan. MLB can't get their shit together, but they're trying. Maybe. Are they not? It's John Boy and Jake Radio. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio. I've said this a bunch. I say it every time. I forget it after I say it. I want an intro song. If you listen to Talking Baseball, Bubak made Trevor's tidbits. I want something of that elk. I just told Jake and BBD, someone sent us one, but they sent it to us in a weird place. They didn't just email it or DM it. And I, I don't, I forget where it was and I never heard it. So if that's you, send it somewhere else again. Send it to david at johnboymedia.com. Boom. Jake, welcome to the show that you're on all the time. Hope you're having a good time. Hope you're having a great Wednesday. Nice shirt. Hello, Jim. What are the alternative options? Where could they have sent it? Like Instagram? Like uh, dude, I, like, I think it was like a Reddit private message. Or, or it was a comment on a past... Like, I, I think it might have been a comment on the YouTube, on the JJR episode where I said, Ooh, I want a new theme song. And it, and if I remember correctly in my brain, the sure. comment said something like, I tried to send this to you, but I don't know if you saw it, so I'm going to leave it as a comment. That's um, some guerrilla warfare right there. Yeah. So, like, someone sent us one. They tried to make one. I think they, like, linked their Dropbox into the comments, you know? And, uh, oh, here it is. Found it. Resubmitting show opener music. I don't have Instagram. My jams. I love the show. Look at that. It was an old comment. You, You asking me sparked the question. So, a little bit of research. Do you want to hear them? Yeah. Yeah, let's open the show. Let's start the show. Uh, it's from episode on May 19th. I got to open them on my laptop because then it'll play through the speakers. May 19th. And let's go to the comments. There's three options here for songs from. Um, where the hell is it? Now they're not here. This doesn't make sense. I think they got like taken away because they thought they were spam, you know, Mm. because they have so many links in them. Found them. All right. So here's here's song number one from Hughes is his name. Playing. 
It's called Music from the Fu Man Shoes. All right, but see, I want like a little jingle, so these are cool. That one sounded heavy, just so mm. badass. These these are like, you know, they're like under song, underbelt, undertone songs. I like the vibe of them. They fit this one fits the show. Mm. But no, I want like a, a corny radio jingle like. It's John Boy and Jake Radio. You know. Is that Hughes on the trumpet? Is that him? I don't know. He said they're my jams and he loves the show. So I really appreciated him. And maybe I'll save those for like, you know, uh, I don't know, when we're doing the news. Playing Monologues. That, yeah, playing that in the background of when I read all the news. That could be cool. Monologues. Well, let's start the show. Welcome Good morning, show. David. Good morning, Jake. How are you? Um, what it, it's Wednesday, right? Yeah, sure is. I had to do that Classic on the morning show today. I opened up with like, I it feels like a Monday and it feels like a Friday. The old, the old classic holiday week. How about society's coming back? We didn't know what day it was. And then, oh my God, Jimmy, be careful. Be careful. He's got a thumb drive. Yeah. Um, that really is a thumb drive. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. Happy, uh, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Lou Ellen's in the chat. Uh, wonderful. Lou Ellen. She was in the chat from the morning show. She said, it's, it's been a John boy morning for me. So how about that? Mm. Every day, every day, sweetheart. Miss you. How are you been Jake? How was the drive? Last time we talked, we did a very impromptu casual episode where it yes. got surprisingly heavy. Yeah. Well, you got surprisingly heavy. Not to be heavy again. The dude is still on the loose. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, hiding. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, drive went okay. I mean, we hit the road early. And again, some early stops. Not ideal. Um, but I, the biggest thing we had going for us was we had three very willing drivers uh, and when I say very willing, I mean half willing, but we, we left early. Um, I mean, I think we made like five stops on an eight hour trip, which really isn't ideal. Um, but they were, all the stops were tidy. I mean, they were all bathroom gas. Let's go. So that's, that's kind of all you ask for. And then, yeah, I mean, you're, you're halfway done with it. You leave at 6am, you know, it's, it's 11 and you're you're past Baltimore or whatever, so you're like, okay, we've we've done pretty good. So, uh, got back to New York City a little after five. Uh, parallel park into an amazing spot. Uh, it's one of my few gifts in this world. My mother passed that down to me, and even she was impressed. And then uh, we did some. We talked some baseball. I was excited to link up with you guys. Unfortunately, the the baseball news wasn't as exciting uh, as other things in the world, but I'm doing generally well. Uh, had had some of Daddy's medicine last night. Played a little Rocket League to to turn my brain off, and uh, and now I'm anyone? refreshed and back at it. You yell at anyone um, in Rocket League? Yeah, I pl I played 
uh, I played with a couple buddies, um, and we got hot. We were we were playing well. Uh, we had good formation, good rotations, good spacing, good mm-hmm. passing. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, you talk you talk shit in Rocket League, and it's um because they have like premeditated things. So like you know, if I if if I make a great save which, you know, I'm notorious for, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to imi- hit the... Op- art imitates life. I'm going to hit the automatic chat button that says close one, exclamation point. Yeah. Okay. Like, that's that's, that's just yeah. how... That's how that world operates. <laughs> um, so it was good, and it was kind of funny. I mean, I was, I was playing a pair of my Oklahoma buddies, Jared, one of the original Jake Sucks buyers, uh, and Colin... And we uh, we were flowing good. They're they're silly guys. Colin just had a baby, um, so he was playing a, a game of chicken of like, hey, it's getting late, and I have to take care of my baby and live a real life. But also, like, we're getting W's right now. Wow. Um, and Jared's Jared's always gasoline on a fire. Me and Jared are me and Jared are a great combination or a terrible combination, pending the environment. Um, so it was good to let the let out, woke up pretty refreshed, no groceries, went to Starbucks and we're here. So that's, that's all of it. It's fantastic, man. I'm happy. For that's you. all of it. That's, that's all, all of it. it. Well, walk, walk me through your last 24 hours. Well, we did uh talk in baseball yesterday. Yesterday was, yep. I don't know. What was yesterday? So yesterday was a light day recording cause you were driving. So I, I did the driving. morning show and then. I made two breakdowns. I actually edited a third breakdown. Um, I made the end slates for every for every show for the editors. That was something I did. Luke asked me for that. You know the end slate that we have on our social medias? Yep. Someone made that those for us, which was very nice of him. And but he only had certain shows on there. So I had I made it so now every property has one. And I sent those to the editors. Uh what else did I do yesterday? Katie and I went for a short walk. Like that. And I don't know. I was doing like odd things here and there just to get back in the zone. I did make two breakdowns and and all that. And then I edited the third with Rendon that I have to put the voice under today. The breakdown system, I'm getting very excited about it. Uh, producer Luke is kicking ass. He gives me nice. just two, two at a time. I make them. He gives me the next one, you know. He's actually doing like five at a time. So I, I crushed the first five and then he sent me three more. So it's a good little system we got going. Huge. Oh, dude, I watched Grant. Um, I actually right. think I have to rewatch it because I got a little too high. Um, sure. And I've been starving because I ate so much over the weekend at my mom's house that now I went back to eating, you know, uh, egg and toast for breakfast, smoothie for lunch, and then big dinner. And my body's like, well, hold up. Thought we were doing yeah. a lot of the eating, snacking nonstop, crumb cake, bagels, yeah. donuts, cookies. So I woke up today just like my stomach growling, still growling, haven't eaten yet today. So that's something that's happening. A sandwich for lunch at some point. Yeah, I face swapped a little bit last night, um, but I think I bit. can't talk about it too much on here anymore. I've kind of, I don't think people are going to enjoy talking about it, but if you want to follow along, you but difference, kicking ass. Um, Katie had to say, what are you giggling at twice? And then I had sure. to show her the face swap you know? of Hoodie Glaber and you when I used you with right. the pubes on your face. And it was just right. cracking me up that like, not only do I face swap 
Hoodie Glaber with you, but I also used the picture of you with pubes on your face and Hoodie Glaber. To be fair, just... it's not pubes on my face. It's literally your facial hair. So technically, it's a triple face swap. <laughs> I mean, that's technically your face, my face, and Hoodie Glaber. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Anyway, he looks A lot sickly. of the grossness factor is directly from you. He looked disgusting. Um, he looked sickly. Yeah, he looked sickly. Yeah, yeah. And I was uh, cracking up like, Oh, I texted you guys about it. Yes. Because I was just giggling. Katie was like, yeah. why are you laughing? Uh, that's my life oh, yeah. now. I also uh, shout out Ashland, Braves Ashland. She's like, puts herself out there on Twitter a lot. So I thought maybe yeah. I'd do a face swap with her and you. Sure. I did it. And then I was like, I don't like, I don't know if I, if Ashland actually, you know, I was like, this might be creepy. So I stopped myself. Okay. What are your thoughts? You think that would have played? Why not? Yeah. 2020, okay. man. Yeah. All right. Cool. I mean, because basically it's just making like a, a weird version of her with your face. Or it's a weird version of me with her body. Yeah. 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 All right. So anyway, that's, that's my nighttime hobbies. And I went to bed, man. I found a new band. So I've just been listening to Christian Lee Hudson nonstop, falling asleep mm. to him. CLH, man. Yep. Yep. He's a pretty awkward young kid. He did like a Instagram live on for paste magazine or something. And it was just, I was high, but it was just cracking me up, dude. Cause he's so awkward. And he was just looking at the phone as like people started coming in and he just goes, Hey, that was his first word. And I lost it. Just like zero, Good. zero, like live presence. Hey, hey guys. I need that. Hey, uh, cool. Hey, oh, more people coming. That's what he was doing. It's cracking me up. That is the presence, man. Yeah. We got an air conditioner, Katie and I. It's loud, though. Huge. And it's funny because Katie can't sleep with the loud air conditioner, but we also can't sleep while hot, so she's been putting herself in a bind. And I'm like, you just got to get used to the air conditioner because she tries to turn it off, and then we get hot. It's like, you know, you just got to get used to it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that, that'll be a noise. That'll be a noise loss for her. We're uh, Jess is a sound machine sleeper. Um and I mean, it's the the bane of my existence. Um, we're turning noise on to sleep, like that's. Oh. Uh, yeah. I mean, the dots the dots will never connect in my head uh, for that. I am. But, uh, uh, I, I mean, I sleep with headphones on with music loud. I gotta make right. sure I can't think. Right. Um, mm. And yeah, I mean, a, a lot of people have their different things. Uh, might usually let the drugs, beers, and demons fight it out while I hit the pillow, but. Uh, yeah, just turning on white noise. I mean, that's white noise is was one of the most hated things in my house growing up. Still is. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you hate white noise. Like where like you don't like AM radio because that's shh, you don't like that. white noise. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah I we just that. don't do it. Story at least don't do white noise or commuting. Um, so yeah, it's uh we've we've had that for a while now. And the what what was even the real big twist of the knife is whenever we were traveling. Uh, it, it shaped like a little Pentagon almost, and okay. it's got a cord attached to it and just would throw it in my suitcase every time we were traveling. Um, so I had, uh, one of the rare times I laid my foot down and was like, Hey, I hate this thing enough as is. I am not transporting this bomb through TSA. Um, and so, yeah, that was a fun day. That sounds fun. 
Cool. All right. I mean, I think that's covers it, man. Grant's so good. Everyone go watch okay. Grant on History Channel. You know what's cool? I said this. They it's have cool. maps of like, you know, blue represents the Union Army, red represents the Confederate Army, and then they just like strategically show you how Grant moved and and like attacked Vicksburg and the attack on Vicksburg is famous and stuff because it's so ridiculous. Ulysses well, for those listening. Yeah. So not it's Horace. A, it's amazing the visuals. There's one episode left tonight, but challenge is also tonight. So Ooh. you know. Yeah, we're we're in a show hole. We need a new date night thing. Mass Singer's done. Um, Who won? Who won the Mass Singer? Nobody. Uh, everybody lost. Um it was uh it was it was a lady. I wasn't familiar with her. Um little Bow Wow was there. Hell wow. Uh, yeah, little little Bow Wow. That was a fun one. Jesse McCartney finished three hole. Um so it's good good to see him again, I guess. Um it says Barry Zito one. finished fourth. I feel like we never like I mentioned that I was mad that it leaked that way, but how about Barry Zito getting involved? That's pretty good. Candy Burris wins. Yes. Yes. Big fan. Who who that be? Candy Lanice Burris Tucker, known professionally by Candy. What it says, okay, so her birth name is Candy Burris Tucker. But then sure. Wikipedia says known professionally by her mononym, Candy. I guess that means like Madonna. One name. One mono. Name. That's cool. Yeah. Ichiro. Oh, she wrote the song No Scrubs. Yeah. That's a great one to be able to claim. It's a big one. That's it's awesome. an all-timer. Hell yeah, Candy. All right, let's go into the sports. We'll just get there and have some fun. Okay. Everyone is talking about Bundesliga soccer for obvious reasons related to this show, but we'll get there. Jim, huge news in the baseball world. MLB gives their big proposal, reprosal. I guess it is a reprosal. The players hate it. (laughs) Sad times. Sad times last night. Uh, We did a deep dive on talking baseball. Got Kind of sad and emotional. Uh, Around the football liga, Joe Flacco to the Jets, BBD's Jets. That should be huge for them. Make them them Super Bowl contenders, Joe Flacco. Um, Tom Brady announced that there will be an ESPN doc coming out, nine parts. Um, We were talking about this on Talking Sports before it was even announced. Get ready for that summer 2020. Hey, maybe we'll all be locked inside and we'll make it like the MJ thing. Hockey is probably the best news around sports, Jim. 24 team. They're going to do a little seeding thing and then expanded playoffs. Excited for the hockey to come back. BBD wrote something about EuroLeague being canceled, and I hate it. So... Uh, I just want to do the hockey quick because the 24-team tournament's awesome. What teams aren't making it? Is it based on standings? 
Yeah, I'm guessing it's the the last six teams. The the only tidbit I have, popular word around the John Boy media these days, is that they are doing a reseeding of sorts. So I saw a couple of uh, our Bost, Baston friends that were up in arms a little bit because I think the Bruins were slated to be the one seed in the East, and now they have to like play for seeding. Um, so they they did not like that. So it says the top four teams play for first round seeding uh, with regular season overtime rules in effect. And then the qualifying round, the remaining eight teams play best of five series to advance to the first round. So the top four teams are automatically in and they're just going to play a quick round robin, one game versus everyone for seeding. I get that. And then you have your one through four. Then the next eight, which is 12 teams. So it's two different conferences. Okay. So the next eight are going to play a best of five series. That's a lot of games. I mean, that's 20 games potentially. What do you mean? Well, there's eight teams, right? Oh, you're just talking about in general. If if all if all of those series went five games, how many games that would be? Yeah, be tr- am I? Yeah, I'm not a math guy. I think it's around twenty. That's a lot of games. Eight, eight, eight times five is is forty. It'll be four, teams but only four because you, you the two right. teams play at once. So, but right. like I'm I'm wondering about are the round robin four teams going to be just like? But aren't there two conferences? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So two conferences. So like in one conference, that's twenty games. But so the round robin teams may be so just four. sitting around waiting a while if the, all those best of five go five. Um, I mean five games. What a week. Yeah, but I don't know how many. Do they have enough hubs that like? Yeah, you're right. If they can all play, it can it can be a week. So you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. That's awesome. This is awesome. Like I, I, I already just tune into playoff hockey and kind of it's on the background right. until the Stanley cup or, you know, it's a game seven or something, but now I'm into this. And what I really need to do is I need to get cable in this room so I can just have it on in the background. Uh, Throw it up there. And then the first round and the second round, the the length of the series is to be determined conference finals and Stanley cup is best of seven. So that's going to be awesome. So now I need to know where are my sharks, you know, let's go sharks. Yeah. I think the blue shirts, uh, make this format, but they weren't going to make the original playoff format. So that's kind of fun. Not that my heartstrings are actually tied to them. Are but the yeah, man, part I, of this, are they one I of the mean, six teams? Uh Oh, Jimmy sharks. Damn. Come on. They don't have like a start date for this. Sharks year. are out. They have to work out payment stuff. Fuck. Fuck. Damn, they were doing that bit poorly. If you're a hockey fan, yeah, is there out. any reason to not be peak excited, except if you just found out your Sharks didn't make the playoffs because of the John Boy curse? All right, so should I just root for the Rangers? Can. <sighs> Fucking Sharks, man. I didn't know is they were doing that. an Australian that team? No Australian team. Are the New Jersey Devils in it? I'm not going to root for the Bruins. I'm not going to root for the Lightning. Capitals, no. Flyers, no. Carolina kind of has the Connecticut thing. 
Yeah. Chicago. I, I just root for the Rangers. Lived in Chicago, remember? Yeah, I lived there. I scored on that rink. Scored a goal. Look at that. Damn. All right, so go to the rink. This is awesome. This is good news. Like, it's a big win for This is NHL. great. Yeah. What's, I'm trying to think, what, if, if you're a hockey fan, what's, is there even a counter argument? Or should all hockey fans just be stoked? I think everyone's got to be stoked. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Sharks fans are pissed. Like, if you're going to do 24, why don't you just do everyone? You know? Yeah, I guess that is a good point. I guess that would be the, like, okay, we're, we're letting literally 24 out of 30 teams in, and we're just going to box out the final six? Come on. Come on. Come on. Give us a chance. Um, no, it's... Done uh, damage. It would have done damage, it's a, I tell you. It, it's incredible, man, and we... Uh, We've obviously had our teeth so far sunk into the baseball stuff that, uh, yeah, man. I mean, to even hear about something like this is awesome. Um, and go hockey. And like you said, I mean, I'm, I, I have a weird every year when playoff hockey comes around, like my internal sports organs have these arguments where it's like, dude, you really like hockey, huh? But like, and then I try to tune in for opening night of the regular season and I can't make it through a period. Yeah, we've had this discussion before. I, yeah. I like playoff hockey a lot. I've tried to be a regular season Sharks fan. I tried to be a regular season Rangers fan. Just doesn't do it for me. I don't know why. And, you know, hockey fans can be snobbish about that. I don't care. Be snobbish towards me. Yeah. Um, I don't care. I'm a playoff hockey fan. I, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. If someone... A hockey fan could probably say the same thing about playoff baseball. And I'd be like, yeah, I guess I kind of get it. Um, So, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see. uh, And it's been the, you know, the story with the NBA coming back and with this hockey is like how fine tuned are these guys going to be? How's the product going to look? What fun stuff no, are they going to do dude, around it to make it feel like playoff hockey? Because a, a chunk of it is the atmosphere, so. man. I mean, when Concerning. they, you know, if the crowd is going absolutely bonkers during a power play, um, or if, you know, the road team scores a goal and that place goes silent, I mean, that is so much of playoff hockey that uh, it'll be interesting to see what environmental stuff they do around the game. Yeah. Oh, dude, the, someone in the chat just said the Red Wings aren't in, in it either. That's a, that's kind of a shitty miss. You, you maybe could see the NHL going like, yo, let's just do all of it. Get the, that fan base involved. Six worst teams, I'm assuming. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would hope. And just roll the dice. Imagine. Just roll the dice. Just did a lottery. Yeah. Caps, you're out. Sorry, guys. You lost out. Drew Balls. Uh, quickly, the Oakland A's aren't paying their minor leaguers anymore. They pay them $400 a week. I think there's uh, the math on it that Jeff Passan did was it's over a uh, million dollars uh, for the rest of the year to pay every single player what they've been playing, and they're not going to pay them anymore. The A's owner is worth $2 billion. I did my rant on the morning show because I do a little Q&A at the end. I'll do it. I've done it a million times. You've heard it. The A's have... The A's ownership has the entire fan base uh, tricked, duped into thinking they're a small market team that can't afford things. They make their own players buy their own vending machines, or at least they used to. The bullpen is literally just a park bench, like a metal bench that you see at a Little League field. Um, 
it's a crock of shit and the biggest ruse and it makes me mad and people will fall for it till the end of time. We're just a small market team. How are we supposed to compete with the Yankees? You guys have more money than the Yankees. So there it is. Once again, there's Jimmy's rant. Um, yeah. And I'll, uh, I'll, I'll leave you rooting in Oakland with that one. But, uh, this is interesting, man, because uh, the Marlins, another bank, quote unquote, camp. bankrupt franchise, they just came out and said they're going to pay their minor leaguers. Uh, so this is kind of one of those funny. You wonder what kind of goes on around there. the scenes with the owners who, who are like, you know, I, I wonder if Oakland was like, well, we won't be the only team. You know, I'm sure the Marlins and a couple other teams aren't going to do it. I wonder if the A's actually end up on an island. Um, how ugly it'll get because they are they are getting destroyed right now. Um, the Angels got destroyed over the weekend for the 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 furloughing of of their employees. And man, uh, again, we are we are live in a in a documentary. And I know that sounds a little corny, but um, it's uh, and you know this this documentary could have a a really fun ending in in a couple years and relive it. Or uh, this documentary could be absolutely awful and we could be talking in 20 years about how much it slowed the growth of the game. So, um, But it'll be interesting to see the owner fallout from all of this, even if we do get baseball, because um, owners are going to be filing for bankruptcy and selling teams and stuff no matter what happens. Uh, so, I mean, you know, there's not, not to get too heavy slash bad rap song, but there's layers to this shit, man. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how it sorts out. Yeah, it's all depressing. And the A yeah. stuff, I've been saying that for years. Years? Years. Because I lived there for a while. Uh, all right, uh, Joe Flacco to the Jets, Jake. Back up. Yes. Flacco. Huge. Well, we don't know. That was kind of my question. Like, what is this? Do, are, Let okay. training camp happen is what I'd say. Um, What is this move? Just a, just just, insur- move. just a backup insurance yeah. move? Just a backup quarterback. I mean, Flacco's made his money. I think he's... um, Because he was with my Broncos, and they had Super Bowl dreams. No, it was, we brought in Joe Flacco. Um, what's the best-case scenario? And there was none. Um, but, I don't know. He kind of challenged the coach a little bit, uh, Vic Fangio. And, I mean, like, Joe Flacco's made his money. Um, so you just wonder kind of where his headspace is at. Does he, is he looking at Sam Darnold? Like I'm going to come in here and it's going to be Flacco time. Or is he kind of at grips with becoming the old quarterback who, you know, he's seen a lot of stuff and he can be helpful to a team, uh, and maybe come in and play a couple games if you need him. But I mean, he's, he's the backup. I mean, Sam Darnold, um, you know, uh, say, say whatever you want about New York media or guys getting overhyped or anything sam darnold uh like he's, he's younger than joe burrow which um like i don't know i i know that stuff doesn't fully matter but it does matter like sam darnold's had two nfl seasons uh well the first pick in the draft who just won the heisman came out and it's like I, well i mean if you start doing that like yeah sam sam darnold's pretty good like how if you're someone out there who's screaming about joe burrow number one pick he's gonna be great like you should still feel better about Sam Darnold, who's been in the league doing it. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think it's really anything. But what's interesting to me is it's just like a one-year deal, right? He's thirty-five yeah. years old, 
And some good points in the chat already, which uh, I appreciate. And Keith's in there. You're talking sports co-host yes. and uh, social media manager for John Boy Media. He says Flacco's from New Jersey. He's coming home to chill, and he can't play till September, October. He's injured. He said he's going to be injured. But what was interesting to me, I was reading the quote here by Flacco. He said, first and foremost, I want to help the team in any way possible and also be a, Sam, a guy Sam can lean on and he can learn from. Didn't in Denver, they brought in a quarterback and the reporters asked Flacco, like, are you going to help him be the best he can be? And Flacco's answer was something like, no, I'm just kind of worried about my own game right now. It's not in my best interest to help. It, we talked about it on here and we kind of were like, eh, that got misconstrued. Yeah, we we did it on here, and I feel like if I'm remembering correctly, which odds are I'm not, it was like in season almost, and they were asking him about stuff, and he he just said a, a throwaway line that was like, "Hey, I'm you know I'm trying to win football games," um, and uh, yeah, I I remember we both landed on the same side of like, no, this is this is them trying to make a story out of it, um. But then the real the the real story of Joe Flacco was <laughs> he uh he like called out the coach and then a day later he got benched and everyone was like oh man Flacco in in the doghouse and then I think a day after that it came out he was injured for the season <laughs> so it's just like uh, a nice little shit sandwich. It's cool, Flacco. Good for Ew. him. Good remember when him, he made that? Man. Remember when he went? When he when he made that catch in like two thousand and eight, uh, wild Athlete. card game, just streaking down the left side of the field, diving grab. Athlete. Was that him? Athlete number one. Or was that? Uh, I think Ice? Joe. I think uh, Joe Flacco's probably got a catch. Let's look at the stats. I think it was like a I diving would... catch. I remember Joe watching Flacco. it in my garage. Hmm. Flacco, Flacco diving catch wild card game. I don't know. Flacco catch two thousand nine. I'm looking oh, at Liberty it. Mutual commercial. It's got the emu. It's, it's a good mark, marketing scheme by them. Yeah, I think you got it. Yeah. Looks like a Balt- Baltimore Oakland game. Maybe you're watching your Raiders. Well, I was definitely living in the, in California at the time. We were building ramps, I remember, and we had it on in the garage and the TV in the garage. Just building Sounds like ramps. you guys were really ramping up. Yeah, build build a ramp because I know how to I I knew how to use power tools and build stuff with wood, and I like building mm-hmm. stuff. So I was like, "What can we build that's badass?" So we built two ramps: a straight ramp for landing, and then a curved like quarter pipe ramp for taking off. And then I rode on it once with my bike, caught some major air, scared yeah. the shit out of myself, and never did it again. It's like, why did oh, I build yeah. that? Why did I build that ramp? I gotta fucking use it. Your man. Probably like Luke thought it was fun because he was probably eight or nine. Good job, great, Luke. great ramps that I built though. I gotta be honest. Good job, Luke. Yeah. Uh, anything else in the sports here? Yearly canceled. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know what that's about. Is that like EPL BBD? It's just that's straight up their canceled. Basketball league. Oh, the Euroleague basketball. I, I yeah, mean, that's they, been they canceled from the start. Like three weeks ago or whatever, and then they just canceled. I don't know if it like flared up or something. So. Oh. The uh, thanks, thanks, David. Um, I, I think the other thing is the Tom Brady doc, and this is actually you. You mentioned talking sports. Um. 
we did, you know, kind of, I think it was, I think we were recording before the last Jordan documentary and we, you know, we were talking about how awesome it is and that they were coming out with the Maguire Sosa thing. Um, and then, you know, the Lance Armstrong stuff is going right now. And, oh, they're, they're also coming out with the Donald Sterling thing about the Clippers and him being racist, bad guy and all that stuff. And Bobby was like, you know what? Like, I'm kind of even the Sterling stuff, like I'm obviously interested, but it still seems like so soon. Like a lot of these guys are still in the NBA, um, you know, and, you know, I, I think there's like think about how you just talked about the Ulysses S. Grant documentary. Um, you know, I, I think documentaries, the the more time that's there, uh, it kind of it kind of increases the the value of it because you're appreciating something. Dude, like Tom Brady could still be live next summer. Like if he he signed a two year contract, <laughs> like he could still be playing. Like what if what if he wins a Super Bowl after the whole documentary comes out? Yeah. Um, you know, and everyone's it's just like, racing let's, right let's now. Let's ease up. Let's ease up on the docks. No, I hear you. And it's uh, it the the Astros won, and you know, right? We're, we're part of it. Um, in a way, and it's still like, yo, there's like we like we know there's still more coming. I don't think it's gonna come. I think they're just gonna bury it. Okay. Well, then in ten years it'll come. Like if it doesn't come in the next five, like it like you know, there's stuff that people have been working on that got pushed aside because of Corona and stuff. But there's more out there. Yeah. To the story for sure. So, I don't know, man. It's it's your and the 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 Donald Sterling one like That's a touchy subject. And it should be covered to let people sure. know how how shitty it is. But it's I'll tell you it doesn't excite me in the same way the Sammy Sosa Mark McGuire or or a potential Yankee dynasty, I guess cuz it's it's a a shitty doc versus, you know, look how shitty this guy was versus look how awesome this player was. Right. Yeah. I think, I think that's a fair statement, but I think it'll come down to, you know, how the documentary is made. It comes back to everything, how, how they produce it, how they direct it. Um, you know, how, how does the, how does the final product come out? So yeah, I'll be interested in it, but it is, it is tough. Like, I mean, think about the MJ doc, you're, you're turning that on. You're excited to see greatness. Like one of the, one of the greatest players ever to play, one of the greatest teams to ever play their backstories. And this Donald Sterling thing is like, uh, you know, it's it's uh, not a fun story. It's a it's a bad look, but it is it is good to be out there for people to learn from. Well, yeah. also like the Sterling thing, like within the last year, there was already a Sterling docu documentary, like a thirty for thirty. Is the it's only audio, like it's just on the podcast app. I listened to it. It's interesting. It's good, but. Well, that's how a lot of them are, that's how a lot of them are doing it, and that's also part of the Astro strategy. Is uh, make a podcast first because it's quicker production, and then you have the IP well, and the rights to make the documentary. That's like the new strategy in uh, showbiz. So much IP talk in the biz lately. IP, 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 yep. Jake P's IP, everybody's IP's. Ooh. Mmm, halftime. Little whistle. All right, welcome back to the halftime 
show. What's David? David. Are you muted? Might be muted. Today's state is, uh, I've been deciding between two of them. I will say today's state is California. Um, because we were kind of relaxed, just having fun, good to ch- chill. I've, I've become more exposed to the relaxed Cali lifestyle, being wow. friends with Trevor Plouffe. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just fun half. Talk about being high. You want to see uh, my ramps? You want to see my Cali ramps? I found them. Let's see them ramps. Look at this. You like that shit? Damn. Yeah. So this is the launching ramp, obviously, on the right. And then that was the landing ramp. We had to find the distance that you would jump to make sure you actually landed on the down ramp. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, Look at that woodsmanship. Pretty, pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the Cali lifestyle for you, BBD. Ramps. You know what I did, Jake, over the weekend? I was playing with Reef and Koa, my nephews, and I invented this game. I think I told you about it on the last episode of this. But I don't know invented if I told you the game. that the skill level, I had to try my hardest to beat these kids. You know, Reef's only five years old, I think. But the game I invented leveled us all out. So, like, Luke got tapped into the game, and he was like, do I have to let them win? I'm like, no, you got to try. No. <laughs> They'll kick your ass. Give us any clue towards the game, because this is twice now that you've alluded to the game and that it's it's equal all around. But I have I don't know if there's a ball involved. Yeah, yeah. I don't tennis know ball. There's tennis ball. Cues. Okay. Tennis ball. Um, little like uh, Nerf baseball bats, like cushiony baseball bats. Yep. Little guys. And basically, you can't go across half court. I made a I made a it's like the driveway with, and you just yeah. had to get it past the other person. But, you know, so like Reef would just take the bat with the ball on the ground and just slap shot it. And you could only save with the bat. So it was a very simple game. Save with the bat. Okay. Yeah. But like, you know, he would like bomb them at us. I mean, are there, are there hockey vibes? Is the ball bouncing? What's it's, what's it's going like a, it's on? Like what's, a, what's the game action like? It's like a shootout. It's like, you know, you shoot, I shoot. But if you shoot at me and I make the save and it bounces back to you, you're allowed to approach half court and take another shot real quick. So sometimes it was mm. slow shot for shot. Sometimes it was a little melee depended if you wanted to control the action or not reef, like controlling the action. He liked getting the ball setting Obviously. up for his huge slap Coxman. shot. And then you'd just be scared trying to save it. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah. He also made like I a hell that. of a save. Like it was bouncing. It got past him. And he had to run backwards, and he stopped it with the bat, like, right on the line. It was very mm. impressive. And then he beat me, so it sucked. The stab. Yeah. We didn't have a name for the game, which is a big miss. Huge miss. Yeah, big miss. Big fail. Damn. The equalizer. I was remembering old games when we when we moved to Connecticut. My cousin AJ and I were living together, you know, and the basement was unfinished and there was boxes everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we took a corner of the basement and it was probably like 15 feet behind us. And we built an outfield fence, like a curved wall that was probably like three feet high. And then you pitched from the wall, little 
balls that were in like a ball pit, you know, so super light. And you could put like pressure in and just flick it. So you could flick it down, spin, side spin. And then you had to, the bat was half of a pool cue unscrewed and the skinny end. We played that so much home run derby games, a lot of games so much. And then the basement got finished and we couldn't play anymore. All right. That was a great game though. It reminded me that's the half. Six o'clock, time for the news. A Bolivian orchestra was stranded at a haunted German castle and surrounded by wolves. Domino's Pizza Delivery Man has been fired for swearing at teenagers for not getting tipped. Been there, but haven't been there. Virginia family praised for their honesty after finding and returning bags containing $1 million in cash. Nerds. The CDC warns of aggressive rats searching for food during shutdown. And a boy let a spider bite him in hopes of turning into Superman. And a man gets his girlfriend. Congratulations, Kate. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Jim. What did I say? Superman. Oh, I'm a Superman guy, I guess. No, I hate both. But uh, man, so he, uh, a man gets a man gets his girlfriend a congratulations cake after she finally farts in front of him. I read the news today, oh boy. What happened was the last bullet point was on a second page. So before I finished reading the spider one, I scrolled down and then my brain just made up the ending and my brain's not smart. So I switched it. My apologies. Hmm. My apologies. Okay. Uh, which which do you want to start? You want to do the Domino's one since you know I have this is you know rings true we've to got, my heart. We've got roots there. We've got roots there. Yeah, I delivered for Domino's for probably a year and a half or so in college. Um, it was awesome, and yeah, no one tips. I mean, my average tip was two dollars and eighty cents. I I kept track of every single tip. Uh. So I had like a notepad with like all 500 and I averaged them out, um, which you're supposed to do. So you make the correct money at the end. I would just save them because I was interested. Um, so no one tips when you order Domino's. That's kind of goes with being a Domino's delivery driver and not an actual nice pizza place. Um, this dude said, thanks for the tip and then insulted the teenager. The teenager responded, What? And the man snapped back with another swear word. The teenager said, that's funny, bro. Really? I didn't even order it. He told the delivery man that his sister placed the order. And the delivery man answered, I don't make fucking money if I don't get tipped. Jim, I think this is a surprise of all surprises. Because like you said, we have roots tied to this. But this sounds on the delivery guy. You think so? He just lost his cool. I mean, yeah, exactly. You got to tip your delivery driver. That's, the whole point. That's bullshit if you don't tip. Oh, okay. We have a delivery uh, d- delivery guy. If anyone should know the phrase, don't kill the messenger. I mean, we've got a kid that just went to the door and answered it. Uh, he probably thought his sister tipped on the app or something like that. I mean, the, the delivery guy is the escalator here. 
Yeah, I mean, his tone was probably shitty, but if if this kid's going to the door, he has to know, like, hey, sis, did you tip him? Do I need to tip him? Like, that has to be part of the conversation before going to the door. That's, I mean, he's just a messenger there. I mean, it could have been, you know, she's in the shower. She ordered the food. Oh, yeah, can you go get it? I mean, I mean and like you're saying, I mean, this is this is a part of the process. So, I mean, I uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm against the delivery guy here. He's clearly, clearly the instigator. Sure. I mean, kids. he shouldn't yell. No, that's not an excuse, PBD. The parents not an te- excuse, but like you said, they kids don't tip. get tips ever anyway. Yeah, you don't you get, it sucks. I wish people would tip more. If you order delivery, be able to tip the driver, especially Domino's. They don't get paid shit. They don't make, they don't make any money unless you tip. And yeah, it's crazy, man. You know what's ruined delivery tipping is Grubhub and Seamless and everyone pays on a percentage. That's bullshit. You should not tip on a percentage. If I got to carry $200 of food or I got to carry $10 of food, still expect like, you know, a 3 to $5 tip, even if it's Domino's. Yeah, that's not really how society works, though. Well, tipping has never been... Tipping was never percentage until those apps. It was always just like a five. I didn't um, get tip. I didn't get tip percentage because those apps they didn't offer it that way. Right, but that's the whole knows. I mean, that's. Uh, I think. Uh, but I, I also know, delivered I for room service for two years too. Vroom forgot about Vroom. That was uh, interesting. That was kind of new age, but not new age a little bit. It was seamless before seamless. You know. Yeah. Um, but I tip. I delivered for them for two years too, and it's crazy. But yeah, I mean, I had to deliver to this kid who was a latchkey kid who was clearly like his parents just didn't watch him after school. And it was half like, this sucks because I know you're just like like a a 12-year-old kid. But it was a 0.0 tip every time. And I'm like, how do your parents not like let you know this? It's not his fault. So I never said anything. But if I got the address, I was like, fuck. I drive all the way over there. I'm going to miss out on the next order, which could be the Polish dude who always tips 10 bucks to deliver this one. Like we dodged the house, you know, all the drivers would be like, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. (laughs) Mm. So this is a, yeah, apparently I think these kids were given Domino's gift cards from their parents. Um, and then, yeah, I think the delivery person got fired and the kids, they, they gave the family some gift cards. So. Yeah. Sucks that, sucks that he just got to bite his tongue because it probably happens to him all the time. But eventually you're going to snap and then good for him. Get out of the delivery dominoes game. It's a shitty gig. You never snapped. Oh, but I mean, I have a very good sense of just being like, I don't care. Like I lost $100 once because one of my coworkers stole it from me. And I was like at the point of about to snap and like someone took this because it was in my locker five minutes ago. And then I was like, am I really going to do that? So I just said, I don't give a fuck. And I left. It was just in me. Like, you know, I think I had the right to snap there if I wanted to. Yeah, probably. It sounds like you had a hundred dollars stolen. Sounds like a totally yeah. different situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying, but like that's kind of who I am. I you, we're both like that. Like I'm not gonna go to war with anyone. I'm just gonna be like, fuck it. I'll go go back home and drink beers with Jake. Yeah. They made me get a locker at Domino's and then they got stolen money. Bullshit. Gotcha. Trick worked. I just hope it wasn't Iqbal. I told Katie I wanted to name our dog Iqbal, and she mm. thought it was like, you know, like Ick, like gross, like he's a gross ball. And I was like, no, it's after IQ. my favorite 
IQBAL, my, after my favorite coworker at Domino's, Iqbal. Yeah. Dude, bathed in cologne before coming to work. And he had like a smoking hot wife that was 20 years younger than him. Yeah. Team Iqbal. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect life. He's probably still delivering for Domino's in New Britain. Uh, he might even have his own franchise at this point. I wonder. They tried to get me to be a franchise franchise yeah. guy. Sat me down. They're like, it's two years of this, and then you own your own Domino's. And I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. What makes you think I want to do that? Mm. So, anyway. I did all of Iqbal's paperwork when he got hurt. Remember that? He slipped on ice outside of a house, and he had to file for workers' yeah. comp and stuff, but no one... Even our manager couldn't read or write in English, so I did all the paperwork. Just a drunk 19-year-old who worked at Domino's, basically. <laughs> Filling out all this paperwork. Helping <laughs> the world spin. Uh, all right. Um, Bolivia Orchestra is stranded at a haunted German castle and surrounded by wolves. Mm. Oh, hold up. They got a picture here? It kind of looks like a fun time, though. Did you click the link? I've clicked the link and I saw that the the shot looks like of them in a, a small auditorium with their music set up. Mm-hmm. Um, Bolivian pan flute orchestra stuck inside the grounds of a 15th century palace for two months. Um, Jesus, the palace has a like complete moat. So we're in we're in a real place here. Um, March 10th. They were going to do the the mayor's music festival. Always a good time. Um, and then swiftly followed the full country lockdown. And then Bolivia closed its borders. Okay, so that's... Yeah, I mean, they, they've got nowhere to go. The palace is pretty badass. Surrounded by 23 packs of wolves. How many, how many packs of wolves are in a pack? Like four or five? I'm not familiar. I assume something along those lines. Look at this place, though. I mean, all right, the wolves suck, the haunted whatever. It's not people are stuck in worse places. Oh, yeah, that, that's that's the ending paragraph. There are worse places to be trapped. Um, Where are the wolves getting in if it's fully mowed off? They're just crossing the bridge? Like, There's clearly so this a is what neighborhood I and a society right around here. So how are locals locals have donated food and clothing, but the stay is getting expensive. Estimated that the costs have exceeded 35 K a month. Um, and Germany's not allowing international flights and Bolivia shut down. But like if we're getting food and clothes to these people, um, like why can't, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know why where, can't... where did the, where did the wolves come into play? 23 packs of wolves. The average wolf pack I just Googled is six. So, I mean, like over 100 wolves are surrounding 100 that. wolves. That's a bad time. They practice six hours a day, take walks, looking out for wolves. But again, you know, we just Googled the grounds of this place. Couldn't they just fucking... Close the bridge? You know what I'm saying? And then the wolves won't be able to get there anymore? 
And where are they like going for walks? Just on the lawn? So the there's a you're telling me this picture we're looking at, there's one hundred wolves on those lawns. Here's what I don't get. No, I don't think so. I think the wolves are outside of that area. I think the wolves are just a throw in in this story. I think there's a hundred wolves in this county. Because they're getting food the and clothes. Yeah. Like, I think the wolves are just for clicks here. I don't get it. I mean, dude, actually, Jim, let's take a step back. This po- this is from the New York Post, um, you know, which which gets a little clickbaity. This story is a Bolivian orchestra that's trapped in Germany. And, you know, they're staying at a castle because they were supposed to be staying at a castle. Um, and there's nowhere else for them to really go. The headline, Bolivian Orchestra Stranded at Haunted German Castle Surrounded by Wolves, is like, okay. Like, I, I'm thinking there's a young writer that wrote this story and was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. You know, this, uh, this orchestra is trapped in a castle. And then they gave it to the editor, and the editor's like, okay, haunted and wolves. Yeah. I, I think they saw one wolf. Because, like, you know, look at this place. So we zoom in, right? There's a little tiny lake and a moat. Just don't get it. This makes no sense. So all these people, they're just wolved up too? It's a whole fucking Tracy town Prado, here. Who joined the orchestra in December? So that kind of sucks for her. I mean, she was new to the band. Maybe this area. Here. Okay, maybe this area, Jake, is the wolf area. She ran. She ran into wolves during one of her walks. So this they they've been walking. It says they play soccer to make the the time pass when they're not playing music. Um. So yeah, one lady went on a walk and saw a wolf, and now we've gotten up to twenty three packs of wolves. Yeah. She was Which like, makes me think someone looked up the number of like how many wolves live in Schwingisford, Germany. And they were like, oh, 23. They're on the hunt. That lady should not be allowed to be an official wolf counter because I don't trust her numbers. I don't think anyone should be allowed to be an official wolf counter. I'm going to st- I'm going to anchor down. Oh, now. no. Someone's got to do it. I don't trust them. I mean, what if you I got like what if you got like wolves, um, you know, at a zoo and you lose one and then you're like, how many, how many were there originally? And the guy's like, I have no idea. I'm not an official wolf counter. You need some people are, those people are animal counters. I trust animal counters. I don't trust wolf counters. Okay. All right. If that's it. Yeah. Do you hear about like wolves showed up in Northern California as like the first pack of wolves ever. And they were like, they're, it was all exciting. We found wolves in North California, something like that. Cause they haven't been there in forever. We did it. We did it. Next story on the news list is that uh, a Virginia family praised for their honesty after finding and returning a bag of a million dollars that they found. My first thought, Jake, was there's no way they returned all of it. They definitely snagged some for themselves. But that's Ooh. actually the dumbest thing you can do. It's either you, you keep this, you hoard it, and you use it very sparingly uh, so no one ever knows you found it. But if you're going to turn yourself in as finding it, you better turn it in in full. Otherwise, the cartel, the mob, whoever's this is, knows. You know, if this was $2 million and now the, um, I'm the mob guy and I'm like, hey, there's the money we lost. 
but it's actually, there's a million missing. You go straight to these people's door. You break some kneecaps. That's what mm. went through my head. Okay, so there's a couple, yeah, there's a couple different stories here because I, I clicked this. Um, they saw the car ahead of them swerved around a large bag and they're saying, so, okay, they said they assumed it. the bag had trash. They picked up the bags. They threw it in their trunk being good citizens. So let's, Let's live in our dream world. I mean, that'd be heavy. That'd be heavy bags. Let's let's live in our dream world now where, you know, these people are good people. You know, they they saw the bags, they thought it was trash and they're do-gooders in society. Like there is a real chance that they're like, "Yes, here uh, there we saw a ton of money in the bag. We returned it." I don't know, I'm not buying that. That's, no, I mean, that's, uh, dri- that's, that's driving a, with the family and you just pick up some trash bags. That's the classic. That's the classic. Where'd you get that from? Ah, fell off a truck. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is clearly the story they thought up of. And if you're right and that they took their cut off of it, you're right. I mean, they're dead. I mean, their family mm-hmm. name is out there and someone is looking for the $2 million that they were supposed to get. And now they're only getting one. Um, I'm pretty firm on this, man, and I, I think it's a good meter of me being a good person. But if you find cash, I mean, it's yours. Um, yeah. Like, so, so this was labeled. They were labeled. They were plastic bags labeled cash vault. The deputies who are investigating said they believe the mailbags belongs to the Postal Service and that the money was meant for a bank. But don't they do the armored cars and shit? I mean, what year is it? Is that it makes no it, sense. You know, that sounds in like not secure enough for the time of Ulysses S. Grant. Like, oh, the mailman yeah. carries the yeah. the mailman carries the money in a bag labeled money bag. It's like what? Quentin Hubner says a million dollars in a hundred dollar bills is about seventeen pounds. Yeah, he- those, say, are, those I, are heavy I, bags. I thought your weight was off a little bit. I think that's I heavy. don't think they're heavy bags. I mean, not for just a garbage bag. Not really. I mean, it's a, it'd be a good garbage bag, but it's not like you can't pick it up or anything. Yeah, but I know. But you'd be like, this isn't just trash when you felt it. Like, my laundry's 20 yeah. pounds, and it's heavy when I bring that to the laundry thing. I think you could be all right with it. I think you'd just be like, well, this, this trash bag is packed. It was, it was two bags or three bags. I think any bag out. packed with the same stuff throughout, you'd be like, okay, the consistency... I think you'd know right different. away that what that is. If you picked it up and you like kind of felt it or heavy, like, you know. Didn't it say it was labeled cash bag? I think inside that's the, the gar- inside the garbage bags, there's plastic bags labeled cash bag. Something's something's up yeah, with the way that they found this. I don't trust it unless there's security footage. We agree on that. Like either either they're actually genuinely nice people and there's something sketchier going on because we've got the post office carrying around millions of dollars, which doesn't seem right. Or yeah, I mean, there's there's heavy Ozark type layers to this thing, but uh, yeah, if you find money, people keep it. Oh, um, we have unless uh, it's in Jimmy's locker at Domino's. That's not finding it. That's stealing. Yeah, yeah, that was stolen. It was probably fucking um, theft. The the one dude that hated me. Not who uh, was Mus- that guy? Mustafa. 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 Obviously. Mustafa didn't like me, um, at all. Who's the little skinny guy? Okman. Okman. Oakman liked me at first, then started to have a pretty yeah. He good turned. Attitude. He, he turned had a heel. pretty big attitude with me, and it was like I basically taught yeah. you English, dude. So yeah, come on. 
Um, yeah, Elkman got feisty. Little punk. He was from uh, um, Morocco. So look, this is the road that they say this bag was on, and they have they have footage of the bags, I believe. So that's cars driving over grass. There's a goat, I guess. Goats. It made a They're huge. They're involved. Okay, so there's the bags. I mean, they thought those were garbage bags that just fell on the road. What are we doing here? Well, then say they say those bags were inside uh, garbage bags. No, the there was plastic bags inside these bags. Oh, I thought those were the inside bags. Well, the big bag would be pretty big, though, because those two cover up the trunk of a car. Yeah, big garbage bag. I mean, 60-gallon six, bags or whatever the hell they No, are. no, here's the know. plastic bags inside. Okay, so those are... Are those USPS? Like, that's not... Something's not good here. Those white bags are clearly money bags. They're not garbage bags on the street. Why did they say garbage bags? Like, like, obviously, that's not a garbage bag. What is this story? And this is the this is the shadiest thing in the world. Yeah, I mean, if you're, dude, I was. Uh, when did this happen? Yesterday in Richmond, Virginia. I was driving through there. This could have been me. Could have been you, dude. Fuck. Yeah. You blew it. Yeah, I mean, dude, look at that line that's on your screen right now. Their two sons are so proud of how they handled the situation. Like, that's the definition of the sheriff being like, oh, boy, were we close to getting caught. <laughs> I mean, those I didn't ex- I thought it was going to be plastic bags inside black garbage no, bags. That's that was, just, that's those were just, money bags. That's <laughs> the government in cahoots. <laughs> da, da, da. Uh, I don't care about the aggressive rats and I don't care about the guy who let a spider bit him. Let's do this farting story. I care about the spider bite kid because I get it, man. And I yeah. know the world's probably telling you you're you're not the brightest right now and, you know, don't let spider bite you. But you're a kid and you were told that a man got bit by a spider and became a superhero. That's a risk I'm willing to take as a kid. So stay strong, buddy. You're a dreamer. Keep dreaming. All right. Three young Bolivian brothers were hospitalized after getting a black widow spider to bite them, thinking it would turn them into Spider-Man. The Marvel-loving siblings, ages 12, 10, and 8, found the spider while herding goats in Chianta, a Ministry of Health official revealed at coronavirus briefing. Thinking it would give them superhero powers, they prodded it with a stick until it bit each of them in turn. Finding them crying, their mom rushed them to a nearby health center, which transferred them to a nearby hospital. The would-be Peter Parkers were transferred a third time, taken to the Children's Hospital in La Paz, and the next day, uh, the ne- the next day with fevers, tremors, and muscle pains. There, they were tested and discharged last Wednesday, almost a week after they were bitten. Petro shared the drama as a warning to parents, saying that for children, everything is real, movies are real, even though they are in fact an illusion, according to Telemundo. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to go against that a little bit, like. You know, we'd hear this a lot if all kids were as dumb as these kids. So here's like this, the problem. Like this, this mom has three dumb kids and she's trying no, no, to act no. like they're just regular, normal kids. They're clearly a bit dumber than the general public children. This is where you and I and, and we don't have this. Uh, it, this is the older sibling dilemma. 
And okay, so the twelve year old is, is that too fault? old for that. And He's this too- is this this is where the older sibling takes it on the chin, and us other siblings don't always appreciate that because this is on them. And I was like ten and eight, and again, I'm not great with kids' age. I don't know how big they are at that point, but in my head, those numbers, I'm kind of okay with you getting bit by a spider. At twelve, I knew not to get bit by a spider, and I don't become Spider Man. At I think ten at, and eight, dude. I think at I ten think too. I think at 10, I think ten's close, but I could like let it slide. It's like fifth grade. Um, you know, it's not a great look, but dude, that's I mean, that's elementary school. Um, yeah, you're king of the you know, castle. You're smart in fifth grade. That's crazy. Uh, maybe that's part of the problem. That's why so. I here's think what happened. Here, here, here's but the real story here, Jake. You're missing the, tr- the beauty of this. Three brothers get bit by the same spider. That's better than Spider Man. Yeah. Well, here's what happened. The twelve year old. So there's two options here. The oldest brother, the 12-year-old, is either dumb as a bag of rocks Mm. or mean as hell. And he either coaxed his younger brothers, like, let it bite you, you'll turn into Spider-Man. And then somehow the spider bit him as well, or he had to let the spider bite him so he could play innocent. He's like Sid from Toy Story, you know, like, no, it bit me too. I didn't make him do it. Or, I mean, because you're right, this falls clearly on the 12-year-old's shoulders. Clearly was, on the eldest. Clearly on the oldest. And, you know, I, I still disagree with the mom who says, you know, for children, everything's real. This is just children being children. No, you got you got some dumb kids. Oh, dude. I mean, this is this is taking it a step further. You're the parent. You can't let your oldest fall apart because of this story. Mm-hmm. You you have to take this on the chin as the mother covering up for your for your yeah. eldest. I mean, this is the story of familyhood. Three brothers getting bit by the same spider. Sign me up for that all day. Are they all boys? Yeah. That's what cool. it sounded like. I big mean, that, Bolivia it, Day in here. Bolivia that is, Day. That is fun. Yeah, big Bolivia Day. One of the biggest. I mean, dude, think think about the rush going through these kids. Three brothers who think they're about to turn into superheroes by getting bit by a spider. I mean, dude, the intensity in that barn or whatever must have been awesome Mm. those three thought they were about to save bolivia from whatever it needed saving from yeah you know maybe they spin it like it did give them a power not the power they wanted but now they have the power of a brain you know they clearly uh, they were they they gave them brains because now they know spider bites actually are bad for you so they did get a power they were brainless now they have brains power of strong brotherhood yeah the spider bite bros um, all right, this next story, which was the headline, is that a man... I'm sorry his- to cut you off again, but this yeah. is the story that sticks with people, too, when you're kids. Like, these guys kind of are going to be Spider-Men. Yeah, they're Spider-Brothers, for sure. Like, in a way, they have become Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, and the 12-year-old has clearly told the 8-year-old, you know, this is just part of the process, bud. Like, they will be known as Spider-Man. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, uh, this dude let, got his girlfriend a cake after she finally farted in front of him that said, we have a picture of it here. Whoa. It says, took you three years. Congratulations for finally farting. Three years is throwing me off for a loop. Like that sucks. I'm guessing he let like the big dog eat. Like he's, I mean, he's obviously farted in front of her in three she, years. But she he, farted yeah. in front of him. Oh, she let the fart out. Um, and he got her a cake. 
Okay. But three years. This girl hasn't been farting for three full years in front of him? Again, I, I think it goes back to letting the big dog eat. There's there's farting in front of someone, and there's farting in front of someone. Said, but Kaylee is more polite when it comes to that sort of thing, so maybe a month or two in, into our relationship when I hadn't heard one yet, I said it to assure her it was all right to do. And three years of extreme reluctance and denial, she finally slipped up. BBD like that. I mean, just whatever. Yeah, this is a pretty easy Corona click. Girlfriend, fart, cake, done. Yeah. You think he farted on the cake? Be funny. Mm, cake farts. Google it. Cake, that yeah. kids. <laughs> um. Hey, don't wait three years to like. Don't hold in farts for three years. I don't. I'm not a doctor. It's got to be unhealthy. She wasn't holding in the farts. Let's be honest. This guy's just dumb. It's impossible. Like, dude, this is just Corona boredom. It's Corona yeah. boredom. They were watching a movie. He got a good laugh at her. She let the fart rip. And then he's like, oh, I'll get a cake. Posted on Instagram. She farted in front of me. I mean, if they Literally. live together and they're eating the same diet and meals, they're farting at the same time. Similar farts. I mean, yeah. different things provoke different people, but it's true. you know, the, the big stuff. Katie doesn't like peanuts. And when I go on like a peanut kick, mm. she's like, Hey, you know, that's going to suck later. Cause you're going to be gassy. Right. I'm like, but I really like peanuts. Sure. So you tell talk. her that's a, that's a, her problem. Not a you problem. Yeah. I got nothing going on. I'm eating a good yeah. food and I'm getting releasing what I need to release, you know? Eating peanuts, farting. That's a hippie lifestyle. That could have been a book for you back in the day. Yeah. I enjoy peanuts. Still could. Peanuts and bananas. That's like my snack. Mm. Peanuts and bananas. Peanuts and bananas. All right. Well, do you want to do better the day? I mean, you're Nostradamus with your Bundesliga. Do I want to do better the day? Do you want to keep hey, money out of people's pockets? Do you want to be the person... Stealing a hundred dollars from people. I heard you were giving out free money. Bet of the day. It's the bet of the day. Jakey Jakey hasn't made a mistakey in a while. Gave you three Bundesliga bets. All three hit. We're all rich. Tons of money. Exciting times. Close up on BBB's BBD's face. Mm. And we're back. What's your bet? Bet of the day. Um, yeah, again, to everyone enjoying the free money, you're welcome and no problem. Um, we're obviously going to stay in the Bundesliga. Uh, we got some 2.30 p.m. games. Uh, I think we're going to go uh, Fortuna Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf? F's. Dusseldorf. Yeah. Uh, D D U S S E L D O R F Fortuna Dusseldorf. Uh, they're playing FC Schalke. FC Schalke. Um, and you know what? I I think I'm gonna take the cheese here, because here's what's going on, Jim. We've got a low over under in this game. It's two and a half. 
And I think what's happened, because I, I think some of the Bundesliga, we've seen some low-scoring games the past couple days, especially in the Bayern game we won yesterday, 1-0. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think coaches now, because there was kind of that corona, no defense weekend, coaches got to go back to their teams and say, hey, cut the shit. We got to play defense. We have to move as a team. Now they're focusing on defense. And you know, soccer coaches are always nervous and freaking out about giving up goals. I'm going to take the under here, under two and a half, Fortuna Dusseldorf versus FC Schalke. That's a low scoring game. You're thinking one nothing, two nothing. I think you're looking at a 1 0 game or a tie. Or a 1 1 tie. I consider taking the draw, but that would have been peacocking too much. And I don't want to blow the heater on this. Okay. Do you know who Dusseldorf's striker is? Oh, my God. Um, it should be a guy that has a similar name to that. You think so? Uh, you want Dusseldorf striker? Oh, my God, dude. There's so many prop bets. Soccer's, soccer's a real sicko. Dude, this is why soccer is the most popular sport, I think. Okay. Um, Let's see. The, the dude, leading goal scorer for Dusseldorf is Rowan Hennings. Mm, Eric innings. Eric Tommy is the second leading scorer, and I was worried about that because he looks like a little fuck, and I don't want to root yeah. for Eric Tommy. You see him? I mean, dude, he's got two first names, and they're kind of gnarly first names, too. Eric with a K, and then his last name is Tommy, T-H-O-M-M-Y. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you don't, I don't like that guy. The other, the other dude, though, Hennings, he looks, uh, I don't like Eric Tommy, so I'm not... I got to get a vibe out of this dude, uh, Rowan Hennings. He's, you know, he looks pretty German, for being honest. He looks kind of, kind of sneaky mean. Mm. Like first, you think he's like a Ken doll, and then he's got like a mean streak to him. You know, like sure. I think, I think this dude likes, likes playing, playing pranks on the rest of them. Look at this guy. See what I'm saying? Something sinister about, about him. That's a sinister look. I, I'd rather that gentleman not be on the screen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Close to me. I'm going to hide behind him. And I think, you know, he might go off. So I got to take the over here, Jake. I'm sorry. Okay, that's fine. I mean, leave leave the table on a heater, they say. Oh, wait. I mean, that guy's just too mean looking. I mean, that guy's going to. He says some fucked up shit to the opposing keeper when they're just talking to each other. No. So. Too far. Way too far. Yeah, he just takes way, way too, too far. far. Yeah, it's not fun. You know, keepers like this. Like isn't he fun. thinks he's the best trash talker in the league, and everyone's like, "Oh no, no. you're just you're like brutally mean, dude. You're just bad. You're you a bad guy. Can't hide that meanness behind your you're bad guy. Good looks. All right, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you again tomorrow. That was John Boy and Jake Radio. Go place your bets. Can't hide that meanness behind that face.